This is the Magic Convention Guide podcast for the week ending the 14th of November. Hello, this is Raphael, all the way from Belgium, and soon I will be appearing in London at International Magic Convention with some brand new stuff never seen before. So I'm excited to that, and I hope to see you all there. It will be at the 28th, 29th, and 30th of November 2008, and see you on stage or at the bar. The 37th International Magic Convention takes place in central London on the 28th, the 29th and 30th of November. Now there's an excellent lineup for this year but we took time to talk to Raphael from Belgium who is one of the acts appearing. Hi Raphael, so um, you're coming over to International Convention in London um, later on this month. Um, Now you've been been performing for what, over 20 years now haven't you? Yeah correct, I started at a very young age. Actually, I wanted to become a clown, uh, but I realized that to become uh, successful in the art of clowning, you need some experience in life. So I was looking to find a way to perform as a clown, and that really didn't work just doing comedy. So I saw a clown who did magic tricks, and I really thought it's an interesting concept, mixing clowning with magic. So I tried some magic, and I actually fell in love with uh, performing magic so I studied magic uh, manipulations close-up I did a lot of children's shows and things like that and then um, but even when I tried serious manipulation acts people start laughing so I thought hey there's something here I can maybe combine magic with the clowning and so I have the best of both worlds and that's what I'm now trying to do yeah because you started it was very young at age 10 I think you started didn't you at age 10, I did my first big show that was uh, two days in a row for an audience of 500 people each day. It was a, a local magician's club uh, show, and I did the audition two weeks before. Uh, and I think I did my first tricks for family when I was six years old or something like that, so it was really young. Yeah, and I think that that audition you did was actually quite long as well. I think I read somewhere that you did about half an hour, and they then came back and said it only actually needed to be a couple of minutes, but we were enjoying it so much. Yeah, 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 correct. They, they said, oh, you need to do an audition. So I thought, oh, I put on a show for them. So I did uh, uh, 20 minutes of magic and then five minutes of clowning, and then I did uh, five minutes of ventriloquism. So, and then they, they said, well, actually, usually they do three to five minutes. So we already went over time, but we enjoyed it. So uh, I, I got into the Magic Club and then they asked me, oh, we have a show in three weeks. Can you do an act there? So I ended up doing three different acts, and three different characters, a Chinese act. And then I did the Young Magicians versus the Old Magicians. We had the oldest magician of the Magic Club who did a zombie ball, and I did then a little miniature version of the zombie ball, so we did both at the same time. And then I did my own eight-minute um, stage act, uh, which is, if I see the video now, still makes me smile because I never read instructions to magic tricks. So I did like a talking trick. I did silent and um, a silent trick I did talking. So it was very interesting <laughs> to see at a young age how I mixed up things and created something new with them. Yeah, I was going to say you've you've got quite a few acts now. They're all they're all under your name basically. But you've got how many acts? Four or five now, haven't you? I have uh, well, I have more actually, but some of them I stopped doing. Or I think over the years I had like uh, twelve different ten-minute visual acts, and then I have about fifty minutes of stand-up material, and I have a, a theatre show um, for children, and also an illusion show for adults. So. 
a lot of different things and I'm still, I always, every year on New Year's, uh, I say, this year I kind of cut it down and select some acts or some things I want to do and focus on those. But, you know, it's always, yeah, if you like to be creative, you always try to come up with new stuff. And so I, I didn't go into this business to become rich and make a lot of money with touring the world with one act. I, I spend it all on new things and try always to come up with uh, something new and exciting. Um, yeah, because I mean, people uh, probably over here, you're probably most famous for really like the like, Dove Act and the Dracula Act, because I know you did the Dracula Act at um, Blackpool, didn't you? Yeah, correct. Yeah, most of the uh, magic, sh- uh, the gala shows, uh, I only do the Dove Act or the Vampire Act. Sometimes in, I do some other acts. But the, most of my acts that I create are for uh, theater shows that I do, and they have like a team. It's with comedians and dancers and singers. So and in Belgium, I've been doing that for six years. So every year I have to make two new acts for that show. And the best pieces of those acts I sometimes integrate into other things. So it's not always what the magicians see. Uh, uh, those acts are more for the lay people. So, I mean, who puts those acts together? I know you have some involvement with some of the sort of the other names in magic, like Annie Bongo, and I think Jeff McBride is kind of one of the people you've worked with before as well. Um, do you put those acts together yourself, or do you really look to other people to, to help you sort of create them? Or Well, um, the basic of all the acts I do myself, but then there's a point, uh, it's like you have two children, which one is the best looking or... And the same with ideas. Sometimes you're trapped with three different possibilities and you don't know which direction to take. So luckily I have some uh, great friends who I can always count on giving me uh, advice. And like you said, Ali Bong or Jeff McBride and also Gaetan Bloom and Kevin James and Alvin the Eccentric, uh, clown from America, are very helpful when I'm stuck at which direction to take. They can uh, give me honest opinion and always point me in the right direction and the actual props themselves do you do you create those yourselves do you buy them in or for my uh, the most of the acts if it's original material i do the uh, basic designs myself also for the costumes and or the wigs or the makeup i always try to do it as much as i can myself but i'm very bad in building things so then i have uh, people who construct it for me or people who make the costumes for me but i really enjoy um, doing as much as possible myself uh, because that's the part I like about the creating, the coming up with stuff, the research, the uh, go through the music to see what's, what song is the best for an act and things like that. So I think uh, that's part of, of the things I like to do. So it's very important to me to be as much involved as possible. Yeah. So how, how long does it take you to kind of put those acts together? I mean, you're saying about sort of going through the music and practicing the acts and working out what works and what doesn't. I mean, the, the kind of acts, I, I know for, we get onto it in a, a little while, the, the, the act you're doing for International, I think Noel said, is, is a new, new act you're doing. But how long would it take you to put, put one of those acts together? Usually I'm very slow. I like to take my time and I always try to make it better and better and better. So like the Death Act took me three years, the Vampire uh, was three, four years, and the Couch took me seven years to really get it to a point where I liked it. But now um, coming back to international magic, I had to speed up things a little bit. Um, <laughs> so 
I've, I've, I will be doing uh, three brand new acts never seen before, mm-hmm. uh, not even by me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, actually, Noel said, "Oh, um, we like to book you, but we want you with something new." I said, "Well, I'm working on three acts, um, thinking he would select only one." But then uh, he said, oh, yeah, uh, do you think uh, you can have them all three ready? And I was thinking, oh, six months, that's piece of cake, should be okay. <laughs> but now we're two weeks before the, the gala show, so it's getting stressy because, you know, there's always last-minute things. And, and one of the acts is a quick change act, and that takes forever. That takes two hours to set up the act, so you have long days of rehearsal. and Yeah. And, and the moment you think, oh, the act is finished, and you know there's a new problem, because you never know with costumes what's going to happen next. So that's really interesting. <laughs> but it's, uh, but it, it's, I learned a lot from the process, because um, it's like making a movie. You have a certain uh, structure, and that's also in making an act. And, and it's interesting to see how it all fits together in a, in a shorter period of time. And that's a challenge, and it's, it's nice to do it in a... For magic of <laughs> with all the people, with all the people there who know all the stuff and uh, <laughs> no pressure whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, one new act for a convention, I, I think, is going. But having three three new pieces um, is is going to be quite good to uh, see because you're you're on the gala show. I think you're also on the is it the Friday night comedy show as well. I think you're on. Oh yes, actually, I do four new things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, the comedy thing is. is uh, bits and pieces I do in my stand-up act, but I hope that people understand Flemish humor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But that will be okay, hopefully. uh, And then on the Saturday and Sunday show, those will be the three new acts. Now, you've you've also done really some consulting and stuff. You've you've worked with Hans Klopp recently, haven't you? Well, actually, I'm still working with him. Uh, It's been for the last two years now. I did his uh, consulting on his Vegas show together with Don Wayne. And then um, he asked me to make the new show for Germany. And then I did the new show for Holland for him. And now currently we're working on a new show for um, Macau. He's working uh, in Macau very soon. And as a matter of fact, he just called me uh, that he needs me in Vegas um, next week. So we'll be flying over for three days to Vegas to work with him. And of course, those were the three extra rehearsal days for International <laughs> Magic. So I will be coming back a day before I uh, have pack my stuff and drive to London. So it's going to be really exciting. Living on the edge. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, it's actually very nice. Uh, like a month ago, I started to worry a little bit. But it's always you you make your act way too complicated. And then you see you have a time pressure. Then, so then you make it nicer and sweeter and... and Actually, then you look at it and you say it's much better now because you always look for ideas too far or you make it too complicated or you think it's for magicians, so it needs to <laughs> <laughs> Now, talking about sort of on the edge and stuff, you did a water tank escape. Well, the water uh, tank escape came uh, by the Belgian TV that contacted me and they wanted to follow up uh, how an idea in magic uh, is created and grows into the actual prop being performed in front of the audience. So I had to think a little bit about it because, um, you know, a lot of the things you create, you can't show the drawings because they expose too much or 
you can't say, oh, I'm working on a levitation because then people start to think, well, levitation, what is he working on? Is it yeah. something mechanical? So I didn't want to give too much away. And I was working on an idea. It's an underwater escape and it's full of you and you put fire on top and you don't put a cabinet around it and um, you can't get out and then they have the fire extinguisher and you see smoke and the magician is out. So it's a a new kind of escape, full view, without the usual cover around. Or so I was, um, I was working on that, and I showed them the drawings. And then uh, French magician Danny Larry wanted to use my ID on TV. So we um, worked out the deal, and he had the prop built. And then the deal was, of course, that I could use it for the TV show. Now, unfortunately, when the TV people came. Uh, the prop was stuck in the south of France and we couldn't get it in time in Belgium. So I had to borrow uh, the water escape from Hans Klok, uh -huh. which I've never done, which didn't have the same uh, safeties or systems that I had in mind. So um, the prop arrived, we put the water in, the water was uh, cold, which is not good for a man, cold water, <laughs> on <No>. national <laughs> TV in Belgium, but that's another story. <laughs> A pair of socks can do wonders. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so um, the TV crew arrived too early and basically the curtain that needs to cover the box uh, was stuck on the top. Um, because usually Sarina, the assistant of house clock, is on the top when she releases the curtain and now my assistant couldn't get it uh, undone. So I spent, uh, I think, a minute, 45 seconds waiting for the curtain to come down. And, you know, I can't hold my breath that long. <laughs> so I saw the little black spots and all the things you read about. And, of course, I could get out because there's a system to get out. But with the camera there and people in the audience, I didn't want to expose anything. So it was uh, quite amazing, <laughs> quite an experience. <laughs> and I, I had a, sec a secret signal. Um, but nobody on stage saw me doing that secret signal and only my mother who was in the audience saw it so she was really scared and but it was good tv uh, and after the show the director said oh you're such a great actor it really looked like you were drowning and uh, um, and can you do it again because we need some close-ups <laughs> so i thought oh showbiz so hopefully you're not going to try anything as dangerous as international no it's <laughs> No, I keep it. I, you know, the, the big escape is nice for one TV thing or something. But um, at one point in your life, you have to realize what your forte are, what what the things are that you're known for. And uh, I leave the uh, <laughs> the strong magic or the very masculine magic to people like Hans Clock or the Pendragons, and I'll keep it with the more nerdy stuff uh, with the comedy and or very theatrical stuff with uh, storytelling things in there or character work and that's uh, <laughs> more than enough for me. So after you've done the International, where else can people actually see you? Well, after International Magic, I go to Paris for a TV show. So people who live in France or I think it's on the internet can see some of the other stuff there and then I will doing a show in December in Belgium. It's a dinner spectacle. so. And they also ask for new acts, so I have to do that in between. But I think it's going to be bits and pieces of old acts put together because <laughs> I've had it with new acts. Um, and then after, from January on, I start touring again, uh, different magic festivals, magic conventions, corporate work. And then there's um, 
uh, an idea that I would uh, join Hans in Macau and do comedy bits and pieces in his show. Then I miss too much the Belgian beer, so we'll see about that. But it, it's nice in, in a, because you hear a lot of people that are, you know, the, the industry, the entertainment industry is, is a bit, has difficult times now. So it's always nice to see that uh, you're not drowning and you have uh, opportunities to work. So it's always nice. I was going to say, it sounds like you're going to be contently busy for the next few months. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and it's, I always like to be very busy and... Uh, uh, but it's, I, think, I think the secret is because I do so many different things. Um, this way, I think the time that you have one act and you turn the world with one act is a bit over. So you need to do multiple things. And, uh, but I also realize that it's very difficult to you know, keep the standard heights and always create and, and always invest in new and, and different stuff. And always hope that the stuff will work. Because sometimes you create an act and you do it. And... You know, I did a, a samurai act, a Japanese act, and I bought uh, Poldino Illusion that I really liked with samurai costumes and the thing he did on TV. And I did it once, and you could feel the audience like, this is not Raphael we want to see. It's, it's too much, you know, too much theater, too much serious. It's, so sometimes you create something, and I learned a good experience. Always listen to your audience, because <laughs> they're always right. They tell you if something is good or not good, or... Yeah, I, I think the whole... I mean, all of your acts come across very, very well. I remember um, I saw you in the... I was sat in the second room at FISM, um, and the sound went, um, and we basically watched your entire act in absolute silence. Um, and it was still really entertaining, even though there was no sound. Um, it, it was... Yeah, really, really enjoyed it. So I think your acts always come across really, really well. Well, actually, I practice them that way. I practice I, everything that can go wrong. Um, I practice like if there's no light, I, I have a solution for that. It's not the best solution, but at least the audience will still be entertained. If there's no sound, I have a solution to that. Um, and and it, it's if you do an act like the deaf act I've been doing for ten years now, uh, you, you need to rehearse them a lot of times for the light or sound. So I always try something new or, or think of things that can go wrong. Yeah. And that's when you come up with those things. So, and that's always uh, a good thing to have. You, you know, you know, you act inside out, and you also know. I always sometimes hope things go wrong. That, like in FISM, actually, I was boring the doves, and one of the doves flew, flew away on stage. That never happened to me before. But I always imagine, what if a dove flies away? What are you going to do? Because the music is cut, so you can't. You know, you don't have a lot of time because everything is in sync with the music so so luckily I have a yellow card like in the football so I just had to point it up and point at the dove like you're out <laughs> so everybody thought it was part of the act but I was like oh the dove is going away 3000 magicians ah, I hope I still have the card in my pocket you never know and luckily it was there so I think that that's important in our art that we always not only practice on the things you know to make it look good but always think about what can happen wrong and then yeah. find a solution to that and uh, and I think that 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 will improve our art uh, tremendously because I think that's missing. Kevin Bright always told me you can ever, you can always see a good magician when something goes wrong, wrong how he recovers. Yes, exactly. So saying that, I hope at International Magic I don't have to use any of <laughs> wisdom or advices. <laughs> yeah, but I actually dreamt what happened if, if none of the quick changes work, what am I doing? So. <laughs> well, I'm, lo I'm looking forward to the quick change because um, <laughs> <Me too>, uh, <laughs> I, 
I hope it's not a slow change act. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so thank you very, very much for your time, and I'm looking forward to seeing you internationally in November. It's been a pleasure, and I hope to see you there. The 37th International Magic Convention takes place this November, the 28th through to the 30th in central London. It's taking place at the Shaw Theatre, which is attached to the Novotel Hotel, which is the headquarters hotel for the convention. Now you can get full details about the convention on our site at www.magicconventionguide.com and you can also get full details about the convention on International's site which is www.internationalmagic.com slash pages slash convention.html but all these links are on our site as well. Now also on our site we have all the guides to actually getting a room, booking a hotel and so on. If you click on the left hand side you'll see guides or get a room. And you can click on these and just find the International Magic Convention link and there will be all the information you need there about booking local hotels. Now for all the latest convention news including International Magic 2008 please check our website www.magicconventionguide.com. <laughs>